Yo, we back up in the motherfucking house after a brief hiatus. I had to, I had to sit back. Um, uh, as y'all noticed, the people that follow me, um, kind of like you know what I'm saying, kind of was slacking. Uh, whenever some, um, whenever some news in the media and shit like this happens, you know, with the whole Nipsey Hussle getting murdered in L.A., when shit like that happens, um, take the kind of serious, t- uh. Cause I care and I love love my people. So when something traumatic or tragic tragic like that happens, to, whether it's a person I know or someone I don't, uh, it takes a toll on me psychologically. Um, especially being a hip hop fan, right? Uh, while I don't like the direction that mainstream hip hop is going in, I still love the genre. Uh, every so often, there's diamonds in the rough, so to speak, that uh, pop up and make you gravita- gravitate towards the music. Um, Kendrick, J. Cole, uh, Nipsey Hussle, um, Big Sean, Drake. Um, they all had good music. Um, or they all have good music. I mean, not speaking the past tense. Um, and I like this shit. I fucks with it from a hip-hop perspective, man. This shit make you listen, make you do a double take. Um, in the case of Nipsey Hussle, while he, I don't think he was uh, that high-powered of a lyricist, um, he was a good storyteller. So where he lacked in lyricism, he made up in storytelling and overall style and delivery. Right. Because I ain't one of those people that believe you got to be spinning bars all the time. Right. Um, Sometimes you could just have a good flow and a good method of telling a story and you get the point across. Right. Like I don't expect everybody to be like Jada Kiss or Nas or Redman or Eminem or Jay-Z. Right. Old Jay-Z or even DMX. Sometimes less is more. In the case of Nipsey Hussle, less was more. Uh, he got to the point, said what he needed to say. He was a good narrator, and I fucks with him. Um, I'm a fan of the marathon, uh, marathon uh, the the marathon part two. Uh, I haven't really, like I said, I haven't heard all of Victory Lap. I've heard a few songs. Um, eventually, I'm gonna get around to listening to the whole thing. Um, I did like the Crenshaw mixtape he put out. Uh, a lot of his early stuff I heard early on. Um, and that was because I kept my ear more to the street. It was a little younger, right? Um, didn't really listen to victory lap. Uh, shit. I, I can't even front. Didn't even listen to a whole lot of Kendrick Lamar. I have a damn album. So anyways, got to get back to work. I'm going to finish up this episode in a minute. Y'all stay tuned. All right, so that was a false alarm. I'm back up in the motherfucking house. Uh, but like I was saying, yeah, every so often, there's uh, diamonds in the rough that come along. And like I just named, you know what I'm saying, Nipsey Hussle, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, Big Sean, Drake, and maybe a few other people at the present time escapes me. But they come along and make you listen. And I love hip-hop, right? So whenever some shit like that happens, a tragedy like that happens within the genre of music, um, for lack of better words, it makes me sad, right? Uh, honestly speaking, um, Nipsey Hussle getting killed. I haven't felt that sad since Tupac was, uh, killed in 96. And while I don't know these people, it's not necessarily, um, a sadness that comes from a place of, um, personally knowing them, but it comes from a place of actually, um, knowing the circumstances that they come from, right? So I'm 36. I had a lot of gang, uh, gang member friends growing up. I have friends that was, you know what I'm saying, D-boys. I have friends that was um, 
what I'm saying? Robbers, um, stick up kids, shit like that, right? Uh, when bad shit happened to them, uh, like getting shot, got killed, locked up, it bothered me because I knew these guys, right? And I knew these guys went out just being gang members and selling drugs, sticking motherfuckers up because the shit was fun. And let me take that back. I know a couple guys that did the shit for shits and giggles, but for the most part, most of them did it um, for lack of resources, <laughs> uh, lack of um, economic deprivation, right? Um, and let me put it in perspective <laughs> for all the goody two shoes out there that say, well, you don't have to rob nobody, sell drugs. Let me put it like this. <laughs> When you live in America and you see shiny shit, right? Nice houses, cars, and clothes on a consistent basis, right? From people that have actually may have worked hard for it. And some jack-offs that have it, right? It starts with education, right? But if your high school ain't teaching you shit, right? And they don't offer a lot of extracurriculum programs to keep you engaged in your studies, and the school itself Them streets are a little bit more alluring Especially to an impressionable mind Right And there's money to be made While conducting business on the streets Ain't necessarily easy Whoever said that crime didn't pay Right Never did crime Now I'm not talking about crimes um, Like rape Molestation Stupid shit like that Arson Torturing animals You know dumb shit Namely the ones that drug dealers And gang members do right Sell drugs Pimp hoes Steal shit right It's a lot of money to be made now, I'm not saying it's right But for a young impressionable mind With lack of resources Lord forbid if you got a mom that's strung out Or a dad that's AWOL right Them motherfuckers in the streets Will guide you if your parents don't so when some shit happens That's traumatic Like a murder It kind of bothers me right For the for, for the musicians that get killed Like Tupac, Biggie, Big L Jam Master J And um, Nipsey Hussle It bothers them because These are guys that actually made it Through all those fucking obstacles Just to make Large sums of money And acquire fame just to be gunned down like they probably would have had they not achieved any of that, right? It's sad on so many levels, right? It's sad on a personal level because I can identify with the tragedies, right? Because I know people from the community that actually have, you know what I'm saying, that's happened to them. So it bothers me because it's a relatable thing. It's something that I, I've seen, I've felt, I've experienced, right? I've experienced being young and going to a funeral and it bothers, it, it bothers me. Um, as it pertains to the music, it's bothersome because I I, don't, I can't say this shit. I can't stress this. You know what I'm saying? Enough. It seems like all the whack rappers just live long, long lives, illustrious lives, right? Like Nipsey Hussle's killed. Six Takashi Six Nine still alive. <laughs> Even though that's questionable, we don't know how long he might last. He just rolled over on everybody for fed charges. There's a likelihood he might get killed when he get out or killed while he's in custody, right? Um, I'm not saying he should die, but I'm just saying. 
if there is a God out there, why the fuck you taking out all the good ones, right? Or allowing the good ones to get killed, right? Especially the ones with a message, right? The whack-ass rappers seem to just linger on for fucking forever. And don't get me wrong, it's a lot of good rappers that's still alive, right? But for the most part, when a tragedy like this hits, right? It's the good ones. It's the decent ones. It's the ones with a message, right? Saying shit. Starting shit on social media, right? They just fucking seem to just live illustrious lives. Soldier Boy still alive. Trippy Red still here. Uh, Kodak Black. Well, I like Kodak Black. You know, pretty much a fucking idiot, right? Um, he's in a beef with T.I. and several other motherfuckers, but too many to name, right? Um, yeah, like I said, they just seem to live illustrious lives. Um, so it's, it's bothersome, right? On that level. Then it's more bothersome on a cultural level. It's bothersome because although we shouldn't look at them, while we shouldn't look at them as leaders, inadvertently they become. So when they get killed, it's bothersome because it's a positive role model that I feel like younger cats can look up to. Now, me personally, I don't look up to shit. I am my role model. I'm everything that a black man should strive to be or, or should be, right? Mount man, attackful, composed, um, staying the fuck out of trouble and not fucking with nobody and trying to get my coins right. <laughs> All admirable qualities, right? But like when I was growing up, I can relate to the young boys that's out right now and Nipsey Hussle just got killed because they probably looked up to him. They liked his music. They admired his steps and the moves he was making. Hopefully one day when they got of age, they could do the same thing. <laughs> now, they got to resort to either their father that's probably absent or someone that's a substitute father, surrogate father, for lack of better words, right? I experienced that in 96. My pops wasn't around and my mom had, well, she didn't have a lot of men coming in and out of the house, right? The ones that did, I had to, I had to get the teachings of the world, right? As to how to become a man from them. And a lot of stuff I learned from listening to Tupac's music, right? Because he dropped gems. If you paid attention, you learned some shit. So it's just tragically or tragic on so many fronts. And shit like that takes a toll. And, and I kind of fall back from making these podcasts, but I'm back in effect. And on this episode, we're going to talk about... Um, how rappers... Are the leaders of the community. And while they. I can see how people can be compelled to look up to them as leaders, especially children. While they're not. Now, this episode is going to be for all the people having children out of wedlock and not keeping a fucking spouse around or just not doing the shit in the proper order. Right. Again, married and having fucking children and raising them. Right. Rappers shouldn't be your leaders because you should be old enough to know what the fuck to do, whether right or wrong, right? And while I understand why some of these people may be looked up to as leaders, they're not your leaders because 
to a degree, a lot of these dudes are still trying to figure it out, right? They're, they're relatively young. Even being 33 like Nipsey Hussle, he was relatively young. Still trying to figure it out, right? So it's hard to look up to somebody that's actually still trying to figure shit out for themselves. Um, and that's what parents are for, right? If you're a parent and you're listening to this, Get the person that you made your child with in the fucking life, right? You don't have to be together. It helps. But get somebody that's going to maintain a stable relationship so they can give your kids guidance, wisdom, and all the proper equipment that they need mentally to grow into productive citizens and, and, and people that don't have baggage, right? You need to stop producing a bunch of damaged children that become damaged adults. And I feel like rappers have been through enough where they're, they're kind of damaged, right? So the message isn't going to come across clearly, right? People like the media are going to look at their flaws, right? Like, let's take Nipsey Hussle, for example. Came from a background, bunch of gang violence, street shit, crime that probably drew him in because his parents had lack of funds, right? Or just not, you know, saying content with the funds that he was actually given right you want to move, do more in life you don't want a fucking stiff nine to five job that you work for 40 fucking years and i'm sure his parents did they look like they had hard lives i don't mean in the streets i mean just as workers right y'all bear with me fucking allergies flared up he wanted more out of life right but through the course of actually trying to obtain more in life there's a lot of allurement of the streets that probably allure the men right the gang life, drug culture, street culture, all that shit sucked them in, right? Probably got into situations that left up to him. He probably would have wanted to avoid, right? I don't know if the guy ever got into a shootout, did a drive-by. I'm sure if he did, probably didn't want to, right? Probably had a slew full of friends that got killed, right? Gang banging. It takes a psychological toll on your mind, right? That's a way to fucking damage you as an adult or growing into an adult. So the kids listening to him, they get a message of positivity. Sprinkle with, you know, what I'm saying mix of negativity that came along with the life, right? Came along with his struggle. And it came along with his achievements, right? He didn't achieve none of that without the negativity, right? The negativity played a, you know what I'm saying, a, a, a pivotal part in producing the person he ultimately was right without the negative i don't think he could have actually did the positive right all they say even bad experiences ultimately if you're smart enough lead to a positive person and a positive outcome but the pain is still attached to the person it didn't go nowhere right it may have dissipated because the positivity that came about from the struggle ultimately took precedence but I'm sure if he wasn't a gang member he wouldn't have actually did illegal activities that caused him to acquire money that paid for a studio time that made his mixtapes pop that made him actually buzz in the city to ultimately being a superstar rapper right if I'm if I'm not mistaken I don't think I missed any steps I think that's pretty much how it went right so ultimately those negative experiences made who he positively was, right? Because he had a frame of reference of what not to do. 
or what not to go through if you don't got to, right? And as positive as that is, I think for a child listening to that, looking up to a person like that as a role model or a leader, people around like the media or two goody two shoes are going to hear that, see that, and they're going to taint the man. It's message, right? It's a legacy. Now, me personally, following the guy's career since about 2000 and I don't know, about 2010, 11, right? I'm one of those people that believe you can't make an omelet without cracking some eggs. So he cracked some eggs, but ultimately he made a fucking omelet. And to me, as a grown man, that's admirable, right? Especially when you come from a neighborhood and environment of struggle, right? A lot of motherfucking eggs gonna get cracked. I'm sorry. That's just life, right? It's called collateral damage. And you don't want it to happen and you don't mean for it to happen. But let's just say in the moves that you make, sometimes shit happens, right? And I'm not saying that shit happens out of osmosis. There's a reason and rhyme as to why things happen, right? But if it grants you a positive outcome, then it had to be done, right? As far as with the guy that killed him, um, I mean, shit. Ultimately, when you're in that environment, no matter if you elevate someone killing you because of hatred, animosity, or or being put up to it, right? I've never ruled that he wasn't assassinated. He probably was set up, right? I don't know why. I don't know how. All I know is the man's dead, and it could have came from any direction. Whether it was street violence, he said something somebody didn't like. Somebody remembered him from the old days. Somebody was just hating and shit. Or he was put up to it to assassinate him, right? Just like Tupac. There's too much speculation. It could have came from anywhere, right? Either way it goes, the man isn't here, so it don't matter. What does matter is... Parents, if you're listening, you got to give your kids the guidance. You got to keep the message totally clean and positive so that they may not take that route or overcome it and then go back to the same environment only to be snuffed out right after they achieve stuff i think that's the most that's the more tragedy about the whole situation right and this episode isn't about nipsey hustle per se it's about why rappers shouldn't be looked at as leaders right but I think that's the tragedy of it all, that the guy actually got killed when he probably should have gotten killed before he achieved all that. Right. That's the bigger tragedy. And don't get me wrong. Death is wrong on so many fronts. Right. And it's painful on so many fronts. But it's almost like ironic to be murdered after you achieve and accomplish so much only to go back to the same environment to actually meet the same fate that you would have if you had been broke or or in the streets, right? Struggling. Sort of like with Tupac. When he was killed, it was actually ironic. He had actually achieved so much, he escaped the street of Baltimore. Or Baltimore. He escaped the, the street life of Marin City, right? In, in Oakland. Only to become Hollywood, go to every part of the world to come back to Las Vegas and get gunned down, right? When that happens... You almost like got to look around and scratch your head and be like, damn, they could have got killed when they was Joe Blow nobody. Right. But they actually became right. A voice of the people, a key figure, fucking a person of fame and notoriety just to get snuffed out. It's actually more tragic. Right. 
It's like the great tragedy. But I'm not saying if you look up to hip hop stars as role models, you're wrong. Hey, look it. It get positive, positive inspiration from where you find it. And I ain't knocking that. But be, you get old enough and you just know where you should look for or look for positive inspiration. And I'm not saying you can't look for positive inspiration from a rapper. Just there are people that's going through the struggle and trying to figure it out themselves, right? Us as a community of black people should be looking up to the people that actually circumvented any type of tragedy that would happen, that would happen, right? And people of good moral character, people like Cornell West, Claude Anderson, um, Dr. Cress Wellesley, uh, Tariq Nasheed, Jason Black of the Black Authority Channel. Um, who else? It's a plethora of people, right? Um, Yvette Carnell, uh, Talib Kweli, right? Um, or Talib Kweli's a rapper, but he's also a social activist. Um, and 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 his his rap career is actually coming to a close, right? So, with the trans tra- uh, transcending from being a rapper to something a little bit more intellectual, I think we can lump him in there. Um. <laughs> But these are just a, a few people that come to mind that say things that are positive, that have actually circumvent any type of would-be tragedy, right? And I'm not saying that they don't have any type of damage or pain or struggle attached to them, right? But they've overcome it. I'm not saying that you shouldn't look up the Nipsey Hussle, right? But just understand that he was still trying to figure it out, right? And at 33, that's a relative, relatively young age. It's acceptable to make more mistakes than you would, let's say, like somebody like Claude Anderson at 60, 60 some years old, right? He knows how to stay away from the, the trauma and the violence and the pain. And he gives a good message, right? And if you want to get your bright, bread right, you listen to him. <laughs> but. You do as you may. Now, I'm not knocking you if you look to rappers for role models of inspiration. Because once upon a time, I did. Anyways, this has been another um, somber episode. Eventually, we're going to get off the somber note, man. Bad shit just got to stop happening or take a pause for a minute. We need a break from the, the, the bullshit. Anyways, I'm not going to say if your mother keep listening um and i'm out